Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, show 156, November 25th, 2021. She's one month till Christmas and another year down the, I don't say down the tube, but another year passes by really quickly. Uh, like I said, one uh, one month away from Christmas and uh, today's Thanksgiving Day down in the United States of America. We'll get into that in a little bit, how great of a day this is and the week that they, they do it. But uh, Dave, what kind of beer are you going with tonight there? I saw you, you had a different can in your hand when you're here on the Zoom call. Um, it's called Campio Smash Lager. It's uh, out of Edmonton. It's a super cool can um, is why I picked it up off the shelf. Um, I wish it was a little bit better or I wish it was a little bit sunnier. I'm going to have to give this one another try in the, uh, in the sun, as opposed to the, the studio when it's wind chill of minus 10 outside. She's a little, uh, she was a little windy here in, in medicine hat today. Uh, they picked up uh, throughout the day. Uh, anyways, don't get into that. We always talk about the weather and the wind and everything else, but let's not, uh, Start complaining about that. There's way bigger things to complain about than the weather. You can't change it. But anyways, Dave, the a Lions loss. The uh, Detroit Lions can't get out of their own way. But a Lions loss is as much of a Thanksgiving tradition as there is down in the United States, really. They uh, seem to lose year after year, and it's expected. They're the ones who first started the tradition for the Thanksgiving Day game sports-wise. But, Dave, the way the, we've talked about it in the past, the way the Americans do it for Thanksgiving – I envy the hell out of that, the way they do it. They start on Wednesday night. They're off on Thursday. They probably don't go back to work on Friday. Professionals saying people have Black Friday sales they work at. They got Saturday. They got Sunday to recoup. They're getting into her from Wednesday on. And the way they do it, with the way they line up their sports, there's nothing but football today. There were some college games, but there was the, the three NFL games are always on. The, the Cowboys usually get one. They showed who they were, but the way they do it, there was hockey games last night for people that like hockey and there's basketball games last night, football tomorrow or today, hockey starts early tomorrow. Then there's the rivalry games on Saturday for college football. If you're a sports fan, you got to love the way the Americans do Thanksgiving weekend. For, from a sports perspective, for sure. And like, I just, this this is traditionally rivalry weekend in college football and and which allows it's <laughs> that would be the one thing I'm, i would be most jealous about uh having a college team to root for being able to have those days off to go to go root for college but everything else the four day i uh i don't know i don't know if i want to do that like oh man what no, honestly, because I do that at New Year's Eve, and so if I do it at at at, uh, at um at Thanksgiving, like New Year's Eve has always been that holiday for me, the sports holiday, because then, especially I'm old enough before the uh, before the college playoff bowl, I I spent twelve hours in the Bulldog Saloon one one New Year's Day, and it was bliss. I ate two meals. I I hung out there all day. 
and watched college football and it was yeah but man we're talking you get four days like the the let's just put this into into a a timeline a little bit let's say if like you you stayed in lethbridge if if they had this i'm not saying we're going to get into how we're going to try to lobby this to the canadian government a little bit but let's say if we did it not changing the date we did it in october wednesday night after work you go down to the local the local establishment meet a few of us we have some drinks get into her a little bit then then you have it'd be probably uh family day thursday family day thursday a little bit but you, there's family day you're hanging out with the family there's you got the, the major league baseball playoffs are on let's just put that out there if we, if we keep it in october so you got four baseball games you laze around you cook some food you have people over you have a good time. You have a nice family dinner. Friday, you're not going to work because why would you? You're not going back for one day. You're just not. Whatever you do for a living, you're just, ah, we'll put it off till next week. It's Thanksgiving, right? It's become a thing. Hockey games all day. The season's just starting. College football's got, got a Friday game. It's just getting going. Plus, you probably have two MLB playoff games going on. Hockey games going on. You get into Saturday, you have the college football season going. Sunday, you have NFL going. You have four days of the same thing. The only thing that we don't have that, like, we're, we just don't have as much. Like, they, we have baseball. They don't right now. So our our event could be a little bit better because we have games that actually matter a lot. Well, take away rivalry weekend. On rivalry weekend, college, obviously. In that would football. be the trade-off. Yeah, yeah. that would be the trade-off. But we have games that matter to the mass is not more of a regional thing. Uh, and, and then the food and the festivities and the fun, because you get you get basically two Friday nights in there as well. I I think it's a can't miss, man. I 100% hear every word you're saying, but you know who I was just listening to? A guy with no kids. <laughs> well. And I, and, and, you know, and, 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 I, and I get that. But, you know, if I get four days off, I've, I'm gone from, from, well, not gone. I live in Lafayette. I sleep in the same house as my son and my wife every night. And I'm lucky for that. But if I have four uninterrupted days, A, I want to spend time with those yep. two. And those two don't want to watch sports all day. Understood. And B, I would probably get killed if I ever tried doing what you described. But I think no, I'm not saying get into it. I'm <coughs> saying that like you could have a you could have a, a festive time with friends. Yeah, we can have a festive time with family. You could have one night with the boys. One, what, what the, there could be a lot of like as we get older. Obviously, it has potential. It's I going to change, but you're going to get one free night out of there that you wouldn't normally get because compared to what we have for Thanksgiving, like our Thanksgiving, if for our, our American listeners, our Thanksgiving is on a Monday. You know what happens on Thanksgiving on a Monday? Hey, do you want some leftovers? That's it. You no, know, but most, it's like most Thanksgiving is the holiday, on, but it's treated as Thanksgiving most weekend. People have their dinner on Sunday. Our Thanksgiving day is like, Hey, you want some leftovers? It's, it's quite anticlimactic. Ah, uh, well, here's you want to write a letter to the government to get this a thing. Yeah. So anytime you want something in return, you must give something up. Wow. And Not so here's world, but... the advantage that we have over our American friends. We have a long weekend pretty much every month. They do not. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Christmas Day and Boxing Day, two right there, and we have New Year's Day off. So I, I even though I hear you for the sports thing, I I kind of like the 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 four day weekends once a month, as to as opposed to one four day holiday. And then Easter too, you usually get two Good Friday and Easter Monday. Well, Easter Monday, that's a, it's a drag. That's it's not. It's it's like Thanksgiving it ain't, Monday. It's it ain't Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's not no, Thanksgiving. no, no. Yeah. The uh, no, I don't know, man. I I just I. Yes, I'm a little bit biased in my because I've I've spent time and the way they kick off the holiday season down there with Thanksgiving, it's fantastic. I, I've been See, down and that's there. another thing. Like Black Friday can take a long time. Uh, yeah, lot. I've never been a part of that. I've been, been down in the States a few times. I've been in LA a few times uh, for this this weekend. Saw the USC Notre Dame on a couple of occasions. It was great. 
uh, witnessed one of the best bar out bar mornings, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, a couple of years back it was fantastic. But uh, yeah, Black Friday, I've never participated in. Uh, been in some establishments on a on a uh, Thanksgiving day, the day at the Black Friday, been in some drinking establishments where people are, are getting back in her and hung over or whatever. I, I think the way it kicks off the holiday season, I, I think it's just fantastic. Yeah, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I basically like for 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 a certain certain group, it, it'd be so much fun because you get after it on Wednesday when everybody gets back into town. Family day is on Friday. Um, the women go shop, and the men go in, uh, to the down to the sports bar, down, down in to the sports bar, yeah, whatever. Drop them off, and then okay, uh, I'll see you here at six thirty. They, in fact, the, the, the woman probably drops the man off at the, the bar and yeah, goes shopping because, yeah, because he what a safer he, way to do things. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. The, no, I, the way they do it. Happy Thanksgiving to all our American uh, friends. Uh, I don't know how I would compose that letter to uh, and who I would um, address it to. Would that be to Justy or to uh, Jason Kenny? Who would I address that one to? Or my local MLA? Uh, you know what you would have to do, I think is like, uh, start a, uh, like on change.org. You can start a petition. I got to have a dart, a dot org, my own. Or well, no, no, a- no. It's, it's, it's like, um, like the donate sites or GoFundMe, but it's okay. like, you can start a, peti- a petition on change.org. And then your petition would be, and then once you have X number of people, because then someone listens at, well, that's they they govern by the polls. We all know that. So you got if you get a lot of people on your uh, your. Back I can't pocket. see us getting much much pushback on this one because it's guy like especially working like uh, guys who are blue collar out, outside. It's getting a little bit cold now. Yeah, four days off doesn't sound so bad. I would give up the four days of Easter for four days in November uh, in October. I I do I don't I'm I'm not particular about the American timing of thanksgiving because it gets a little tight to christmas yeah right because then it's a festive season so, yeah, so like i said if we don't change the date we keep it in october the first second weekend october. October, whatever but just is. but just throw the friday you still there. might get some good weather you might be able to go, go play some golf do some things oh yeah it's still not too bad one of my more like i've said it before one of my more favorite weekends to spend in whitefish is uh is the canadian thanksgiving because we do have the well the, i'm not writing it I'll I'll uh, co-sign it with you on behalf of. I, I'm gonna guarantee you I won't write it, but I'll sign it. I know I know who's going to write it for us. But anyways, uh, she don't she just don't know it yet. Anyways, that's my that's our take on Thanksgiving. For all you down there listening, if you're listening tomorrow, it's when when Jim puts the show up. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't care about Black Friday. Go enjoy the football games on Saturday and have yourself a great weekend. I uh, hope you really enjoyed it and got into one a little bit over the weekend. Happy Thanksgiving, Spence- everybody down the states. Spend some time with your family, and you don't even have to be nice to the ones you don't like on Friday. There you go. That's why it's Black Friday. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at the 1420 Sports Podcast. Last year when I first started the show, I was doing a couple by myself before Dave Dave joined the 1420 team. I talked about uh, how Major League Baseball better watch out because there's a, a, a new sheriff in town, Stephen Cohen. The uh, new owner of the Mets, a multi-billionaire. He was a, a Mets fan since he was a kid. I think he's a New York born and raised kind of guy. Vowed uh, to go out and, and win a championship for the people of Queens and Mets fans everywhere. Uh, didn't have the greatest of luck signing free agents this, this season. The Mets fell off the face of the planet. They lost Syndergaard now. Uh, they, he got outbid for, uh, for I think it was three million bucks to go to this to uh, Los Angeles to join Otani and Mike Trout. Try to do something out there, Syndergaard, ex Toronto Blue Jay. But then this week, uh, Stephen Matz, uh, who didn't even play for the the Mets this year, I think he was a, a Toronto Blue Jay, if I if I'm not mistaken. He uh, there was a bidding war between Matz and the, uh, the the Mets and the Cardinals. There's a lot of weird names in there, but anyways, uh, he chose the Cardinals. And shortly thereafter, uh, Mets owner Steve Cohn uh, went on to Twitter, said how unhappy, you know, unprofessional. Uh, he thought that the 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 agent was for uh, Stephen Matz, and he voices his pleasure. And there was a bit of a Twitter debate. Uh, Dave, what what good can come out of an owner 
yipping free agents, players, anybody in general, fans or whatever it is. He, he was on Twitter a lot during this, this, this season. What good can come out of a, a multi-billionaire yipping on Twitter towards um, mere peasants like ourselves? I, I can't see how that comes out in the long run. I would imagine when he thumbs that out, it's he's talking on behalf of the fan base and thinking that he speaks for every fan. And how dare someone shun me, shun him and, and his fat, fat, fat wallet. But now... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The fact that that players are doing this to the Mets, right? Like how he he specifically called out that guy's uh, Mets's agent and and the unprofessional behavior. Guess what? Like he, an agent that never has just one player. What happens if you want another player of his down the road? Like where's the where's the long game thinking about signing free agents? Well, that's just it, Dave. Like the, the Stephen Match, I don't know what his agent's name. Let's let's say that his agent is Jake Winners, my old alias, Jake Winners, and Jake Winners has, let's say, coming down down the pike, Jake Jacob Degrom on his on his uh, roster. What's going to happen when when Degrom's contract's up? He's like, I, I, if this guy says one bad word, I'm not going to like fuck off, man. Like, and because this guy's so rich, I heard not very, he's a hedge fund guy. And I heard he was quite ruthless, a ruthless, ruthless businessman from what I've read. Um, who can tell this guy? I think because all of his employees are under him, obviously. And like a GM can't go, Hey man, you should put your, your, your phone down and put Twitter away because you're not helping our situation right now. You can't dominate running a sports franchise like you can dominate in the business world. And I think that's a harsh reality for some of these uh, billionaire sports owners. Um, Jerry Jones is one, right? Like everybody knows that the, the that success Dallas had back in the in the heyday with Aikman and Emmett Smith and Irving, and whatever that whole gang was because of Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson coached yeah. half those goddamn guys in uh, as Hurricanes, and then Jerry thought like, well. You're not, you're no good. Like anyone can coach this team. So he hired, he fired a member and Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl team with that. Uh, with that same group. With, with that, with that group. Right. Yeah. And then since then, Jerry got wanted to be like tinkering as a GM. And that's, they, I don't think they've won a playoff game since their last Super Bowl. I don't think they had that one. I think it was in 2001, 2002. I can't remember what year it Where was. Where Romo dropped a kick. Romo the, dropped the, yeah, the, there was extra, extra point, point or whatever it was. And it went sideways on them. But <clears throat> like these owners, like I, I get like, it, Steinbrenner was the same way. He's firing guys left and right. And it, I, I, when your team's successful, you shouldn't, you, you won't hear from your owner. When your team's I, doing well, you shouldn't hear from your owner. And that's how it should be. I don't know this, but I think once you become massively financially successful, you buy yourself room for error. You're allowed to make a bad choice here and there, right? Because, ah, fuck, I lost 30 million bucks there, but I got a bill. Like, I wish I would have made money. But now in the sports world, when you make a mistake, that haunts you like for four or five years. If you yeah. sign that right, the wrong player and, and this, because you're, you're, you're stuck within confines and there's no, your results aren't your balance book your results are brains because you think about if, if if this guy's yipping players that didn't sign with them and uh, what's going to happen let's say if a guy had a bad outing in 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 october is this guy going to get on twitter and start bad mouthing me i don't want any part of that because if if the like when you sign a professional contract in any sport dave you're not just signing for that team you're signing for the whole league so you're, you're in that, there's only X amount of guys who are going to play in the league. And I can just leave, man. 
Like if I'll go sign somewhere else and you well, know you what, know what? I, they're, they're, you need players and they, I can go they, sign over here for, for 10 bucks less. It doesn't matter to me. And at, and at the end of the day, we can sit here and like, Oh, he's making $10 million a year. Just be happy. Eh, my team sucks. My owner sucks. This like, you can, you can make $10 million a year and be miserable. I fully believe that. Yeah. And and if you're in a different kind of way, but yeah, and, yeah, and still getting paid, right? And then, dude, but like, uh, it's could you like, I I would love to know the feeling of like your alarm going as like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go to work today. I gotta go work today means like pitch. go to yeah. Uh, I got I got, I know it's a pitch. I gotta throw a bullpen today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the the day after, could you imagine being David Wells the day after a start? Cause he got into her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guarantee all the time. Every time. <laughs> the one day it was like, like a start was Friday night for him. Oh yeah. Gonna yeah. throw this game and I'm going to hit the bar. Cause then I got four days. Yeah. I, I, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta wear my arm. I gotta stretch out my arm on the second or third day. So I don't stiffen up, whatever. Gotta yeah. throw 15 <clears throat> fucking whatever, but no, I, I just think these owners that they're like are are the richness, the arrogance that come, come comes with it, I guess, and the the, the the toys. Like why these guys think that they become so knowledgeable in a sport that they know nothing about. Like just because you played in college and played a little bit because you're a fan, how you how you all of a sudden and like like cats in, in Edmonton. Uh, he's a he's a jock sniffer and, and look what I mean that team's finally coming around. But it uh, these owners, I just don't understand. Like, buy the team and let someone else do it for you. Be successful. Don't like I would. I would hate. I would hate. But it, it would it would burn me if I bought a team that was successful. I took over and it went to, to shit. And these guys are so successful all the time that it probably just burns them too. Like when they get spurned for for a different owner. Like when it, one millionaire billionaire owner gets a player over another billionaire owner, it must just burn them. It's, it's one of those things, eh? Like, cause it's, you can't, there's, there's no way someone who, who became so successful in the business world could have the understanding and the inner workings of, of a sports franchise, any sport, like from the groundwork of what it takes to coaching, yeah. to development, to drafting and where to put your resources and working within a budget, like in, and throwing money at a problem, especially in an old, old boys network, like any sport. Yeah. Buddies are just going to hire buddies. You don't know if oh, that's good just or not. it. And then yeah. the thing, another thing I thought about Dave, just as we were talking here, this, this met this, whatever his name is, uh, Steve Cohen guy. He's got the most money of all the private, like he's not a corporate, he's Steve Cohen. He's got 14 billion or whatever it is in the bank. He's going to have players and agents using him to up teams they want to go to. Mm -hmm. Well, the Mets offered us this. What can you do? Okay, well, they give you 11, five. Okay, done. Because hey, not we gonna, just worked him. Yeah, we just worked him. Because they know that this guy actually has the money to spend. Like he yeah. actually has it's, it's it's changing his fucking cigarette uh, in his ashtray in his car, and he and he's on record saying we won't be outbid, right? Like I want to be Okay, yeah. Watch this. So sure. So they they just do it that it's it's just funny. Um, but you look at uh, like so that uh, like on the contrast, like whatever when that Don Sterling thing happened with the Clippers, right? Yeah. And that Balmer, I believe his name is, zillionaire as well, right? Yeah. But he kept his hands off. He's a super fan on the side of the court. Yeah. But but he's letting basketball do uh, people do their thing, and and by all accounts, they they're really trying hard and and doing. Well, the they right went and got Kawhi and gave him a boatload of money and everything else. And, and before that, they had uh, Chris Paul and and uh, Jesus uh, Blake Griffin. Then they kind of made a run for it too. But they were just they just aren't good in the playoffs no, there's they're a not the lakers curse. right so it's just yeah, yeah. so these they're, they're toys these guys i get it but i i just really think that this this mets uh, owner should probably just put his phone away for a while and let and let to maybe his uh, ghost account or whoever does his writing maybe, maybe take over twitter account because it's not a good look it's not. what about mark cuban 
Because he's pretty active on Twitter and social media. See, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't, okay, I just, but yeah. he also yeah, I, I know. has a ring. Yeah. I, I thought he was a, a bit of a canoe when he first got into it. He was, he was really aggressive. He's getting going on the court and everything else. And yeah, he, yeah, I thought yeah. Like, yeah, you're being, being a, a super fan. Awesome. Yeah, you, you can't be a fan when you own the team. Like Bobby Kraft in, in New England, he gets his with his weird white collared shirts all the time with a blue, like it's just weird, but they almost said like this. Yeah. They're way up. Like chair, yeah. yeah. It's weird. And, uh, he's, a, he just lets his guys do, do their jobs. He just signs checks. And I think yeah. that the most successful owners just sign checks, man. We shouldn't even know your names. Really? Yeah. But you know, if it's your, if it's your shiny toy, you want to play with it once in a while, you got to go down and, on the sidelines and hang out with players and shit like that. You're the fucking. Only after boss. you win. Only after <laughs> you win. Yeah. Don't want to be. Don't want to be. North losers. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Fourteen twenty podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. We are everywhere you get your podcast. There, uh, there isn't one place you can't find us. Fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. We're back at you here. The other night, Dave, on show 155, you, you spoke of the, uh, you came up with one that I thought was one of your best ideas ever since you uh, joined me on the show was Legends for Life, a bunch of good old Canadian boys joining forces on a team somewhere north of the border to uh, bring the cup back home to Canada. First time since uh, 1993 when the Montreal Canadiens did it. Um, your idea was fantastic. Uh, where all the guys uh, went coming down to a, a point in their careers where they can get out of contracts or contracts expiring and join forces on a team, whether it be in, uh, we decided it would be in Edmonton because uh, of Connor McDavid and, and uh, he's, his contracts, the most long-term uh, that of, of the big boys that are left. So they, did I get the, the gist of it? Correct. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of it. Uh, just to have, I think, for this idea to have any chance to work, Sidney Crosby has to drive the bus. He has to come and like leave Pittsburgh after I think next year and it's, say, let's all this sign. This year after he's yeah. close. Yeah. Let's sign north of the border and bring a cup, uh, bring a cup to Canada. So, so he, like there, cause there's not a whole bunch of guys from the Atlantic provinces playing the national hockey league. So we can, we can, uh, let, I'll let him, I'll let Sid pick the team. Sid picks the team. Sid, Sid uh, says, the who's coming, who's going. Yeah. Now you want to have guys from every province because you want to share the, the party once Canada, or I shouldn't say Canada, once the Oilers uh, win this Stanley Cup. Of course, the very first parade would be in Edmonton, uh, which I've had some good times in the past. But then after that, you would go from province to province, which it does uh, most of the time. But anyways, we can get guys from every province. Um the Atlantic province is a lot of players in the national hockey league, but Dave, uh, you start, uh, with a, let's start in our province here in Alberta, who would you be uh, throwing on the roster from, uh, the, the, the team's already in Edmonton, but who from the roster from Alberta? Who do you think? Who do you oh, got? see, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm not able to play that game. I don't have, okay, the and you, you, get, you get what you got and we'll go, we'll, we'll just start okay. debating on a little bit. Well, so the one I, the one, so uh, the old, so, sorry, I stuttered there. I'm going to start it again. You're going to ask guys to take a salary haircut for one or two years to yeah. do this. And then, so we got to find guys that get out of their contract, get bought out, whatever. So I'm looking for guys that want to win that haven't won that just maybe need to get over the hump. And one I really like who uh, is going to be a free agent after this year if you can get Claude Giroux to take a bit of a haircut, he can play on this team for me. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. And, and he's Philly's from Ontario. Any, and Philly's not winning one anytime soon. Uh, sorry, Mike, brother Mike, to, to hear that, but it's 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 quite true. Giroux's a good player. And uh, yeah, he can play my teammate. He's been on Team Canada's, I believe, everything else. Hey, he's a good player. Not much, though. I don't think he's won a gold or a world. Like, I yeah. think he's a little bit snake bitten, but I think he would relish the opportunity to bring a cup to beat Canada and be a legend for life. A guy that went to a Stanley cup final in the bubble two years ago or a year and a half ago, whatever you want to call it, the, these COVID years, they'll kind of blend together. Uh, BC born out of Victoria. Um, Jamie Ben, 
He's getting a little not long a tooth, but that guy big, strong, can shoot, pass, uh, rough it up a little bit, rough and tumble. He'd take that uh, Stanley Cup after he went in Edmonton out to Victoria and have a good time with it, I think. He's a good player. I think he's got a gold medal in 2014, I believe it was, uh, with uh, Canada. He's a good player. He like he is a good player and um, a solid, solid career. Like he's, I realize he's in Dallas now. Where did he start? Was he in Philly or Boston or? I can't remember. I think he's, he's been there. He's been in Dallas a long, long time. Tim will Tim will tell us tomorrow morning. Um, here's one that I'm kind of on the fence with. I got two, so I'm gonna give you both of them. Like the my lineup when I look through these UFA things looks to be a little long in the tooth and a little shy on aggression. So I got two names for you. Max Domi and um, and what's his fuck from uh, Avalanche. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Nazim, Nazim Kadri, Nazim Kadri, Kadri's a good player. He he's uh, ran some penalty problems in the past for the Leafs, and he uh, chokes and he takes those game suspensions those, in the yeah, playoffs. And he can't play and everything else. But if he had some some uh, veteran leadership uh, ahead of him, saying, "Hey, shithead, quit doing dumb things." If you uh, put Kadri and uh, Domi on that team, be a good third line, uh, like in the old uh, the crash lines they used to have. That uh, Dan Clary that, and like, like Detroit had all those years that they and were, McCarty, yep. the puck was right. The, the game's a bit different now, but that's not a bad clue, bad part. You know who I would throw on that uh, line to maybe uh, add a little more grit? Who's actually matured as a player quite a bit, and his uh, kind of, like I don't know if he'll ever leave Boston, but Brad Marchand uh, from the East Coast. The party goes out to the East Coast, and they're uh, drinking whatever they call that swill out there. And uh, and could you imagine that line if those two could learn uh, from a a professional shit disturber like him? Yeah, a professional. Marshawn, he can score goals the whole bit now, and he he joins those other two on a third line kind of a situation. Man, oh man, the 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 old Rexall or they call it the Rogers Place in uh, in Edmonton be rocking on a nightly basis. That line would be able to change momentum in one shift. Yeah. With just even just talking, the yeah, puck's not even dropped yet, and they're, and they're, they're just beaking off and popping off and everything else. <laughs> That's uh, another good, good Canadian boy. Uh, of course, we're not getting rid of Leon Dreisaitl on that team, probably the best player in hockey right now. But, uh, geez, man, you put those kind of guys together. Another guy who probably wouldn't uh, be leaving Boston anytime soon, um, maybe a little long at tooth. We, we need some speed here. Um, Patrice Bergeron, uh. He's so good good and so clutch. So good. Hall of Fame career already. If he retired tomorrow, uh, he joins onto that roster for the uh, quasi Edmonton Oilers. Man, would that be a good team? Yeah. You know, and and like, so those young guys uh, just play for two years at this wage, like legend for life. Like you'll never sure you're not making the money. You're not going to max out your contract. Well, all those but, guys that we spoke of have already made 80 million plus endorsements. Well, not, uh, not 80, but, and, but 50. Yeah, Domi, but oh, it's yeah. 50. They're, they're, they ain't going hungry forever. Uh, Max for sure. Domi did not play hockey, and his dad, his dad did pretty well, right? So yeah, exactly. it was just everything else. So Do you to, know? to take a bit of a bath for a couple of years and be a legend for life, man, that's, uh, I'd do it in a heartbeat. You know, I, I didn't think of Marshawn uh, centering that line. The one, the, the the guy I'd want to bring on to that uh, that line would be uh, another UFA. What about Tom Wilson? <sighs> Little toughness. He's not bad. 
he's he's a good player. Like and and every team needs those guys, right? But like those yep. like as long as your big boys are scoring and your other guys can chip in, you're you're fine, right? Your big boys still gotta score. Like it doesn't matter. But uh do you do you bring Jonathan Taves along for the ride? I would like I've always loved him. He's always clutched to me. I I don't know why not. He can play on my team. Yeah. I mean, like that's yeah, like like so we like would you rather have well yeah, I guess. We just haven't would you rather have, yet. Would, would you we haven't we haven't or goalies. That's our problem. Like we want Carrie Price or Camper, I guess. I'd take Price still. Cause he all Price would have to do is stop all the easy ones, a few of the hard ones, and then they're off the races. Yeah. Really. Like they're gonna score enough goals, you would think that uh that they, they wouldn't have to uh they, he, he could be like Grant Fury used to be back in the in the eighties. You know, just don't let in the sixth one. We'll score we'll score six. You just have to and not, so not... talented up front. Yeah. But and then and then D men, like we haven't really talked about that. Well, they've already got Keith there right now. He's there, he's yeah. playing good defense. They got uh Tyson Bears Canadian boy. He he's playing pretty good right now. He got lit up the other night, looked pretty he looked really bad, but uh, he's mm-hmm. a good player. Um He's the Shea Weber's retired. Um, yeah, I think Shea's done. I, I like him so much, but I can't even think of any other defenseman right now. But uh, uh well, I, we got it. If we could get Drew Doughty out of LA, I would take him again right away. Yeah, let him and put him on the Kucherov diet where mm-hmm. he doesn't have to play all season long, just come for the playoffs. Find a way to do it exactly. Doughty plays that, he still can play some quality minutes for you. I, I still think he'll be a Team Canada guy. He's a bubble guy right now because he's he's been injured, but he should be on Team Canada uh, for the Chris Latang's a little old. Latang's, but bring him along. Why not? I see another UFA here. Uh, PK Subban making nine million dollars a year. Ooh. Tell me, someone who's going to take see, a he, haircut? He, see, he has to take a huge, but he can't. He donated all that money that that uh, at hospital in Montreal, so he's got to pay that off somehow, doesn't he? Oh. I don't he, know how that making, even works. I shouldn't have commented on that. But. Well, no, like he, but he, he, he's getting paid. You know, and when they say nine million, that ain't nine million. Not even close because mm-hmm. of the the abbreviated seasons and stuff. Escrow, like that. blah blah it's blah. A, it is going to be a. You're really going to have to pull on the players' heartstrings because it's going to be a tough year to ask anyone to take a heart, take a haircut for a legend for life. But. Well, maybe that'll be part of our letter for two or our whatever it's the uh, change.org to get the Canadian players to join force with Connor McDavid Edmonton and then get Thanksgiving weekend changed here in Canada. But we we got to get Sid involved, right? We yeah. got a lot of work to do. The first thing we got to do is contact Sid and get someone to draft a letter because it's uh, Dave, I think it's a hell of an idea and it'd be a lot of fun to watch. Because I, any- I don't know if Edmonton is good enough to win a Stanley Cup right now because I still think Tampa's just. Tampa. To, to be, it will be interesting, and it's a long ways away. And you know what? Calgary's playing a very uh, much more, I would say, sustainable style of winning yeah. hockey than the others are right now. I don't know how if Markstrom can keep. Oh Jesus! Seven shutouts already. They got that's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's that's amazing. That's old style hockey. Like in the when they changed the rules. Marty Berder stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and and I will tip my hat to him, and especially I love Daryl Sutter. Is there a better coach to listen to a press conference than How'd you Sutter? Win? We scored more goals. What happened? Well, he played pretty good. What do you think of him? Oh, he's not bad. He's <laughs> just he, yeah. He's, well. he's making good progress, and you know if we keeps going this way, we hope hey, to see more good things. We get regular ice time, like just <laughs> so bland, but so matter of fact. They eh? like just. It's it's brilliant. Like he's he's, it, he's just a, keep it simple. He's a deadpan smartass, yeah, right? He's fun. I, he's, he'd be fun to to hoist a beer with. I think. The, the, <coughs> I think the Sutter boys generally get the group together. The stories that would be told would be a lot of fun. From the oh days, man, from that bridge right on through to now. The stories yeah. that, they, that they have from their days in the back in Viking, back in the barn, the fights they used to have be, between themselves, let alone on the ice, would be uh, fun, fun to listen to for sure. That's a lot of NHL locker rooms. That uh, between those boys, well, six of them played for how many teams, right? So it's uh, be a lot of good stories. Anyways, why we should have one of them on the show one of these days? I'll make some calls. Put it on the list. 
have the Sutter boys on. <laughs> we have a long list of guests we got to get. We're going to start with one, though. Every Maybe. journey, though, begins with a single step. You're right. You know, I mean, they're not coming to us, right? Like, no. you... <laughs> only there was somebody who called themselves a producer that could help us out. Oh, Jesus Christ. What does she produce? <laughs> I, I guess don't like, know. she ain't getting paid for this, only on love. Olives, I guess, whatever. Uh, 1420 podcast, four beers where the sports talk and a whole lot more. We'll be right back at you with another edition of uh, What Pisses Me Off. Dave, I don't know where this started or where it all became, but uh, it's been a, a fun one for me and a fun one for the listeners here. And I get some uh, good feedback on the, the uh, Twitter machine and the uh, just the texting from people that, that I know and people that I don't know send a Facebook message, whatever, on uh, social media. But uh, what pisses me off or it pisses me off, whatever you want to call it, uh, I kind of like because a lot of things tend to, uh, I don't know if they piss you off or perturb you, but we'll, we'll just call it piss you off. I uh, got a message from uh, West Stock today, long, like long time listener, even a longer time friend, probably one of the first friends I ever made when I was a kid in Fort McLeod there on the mean streets of uh, 19th Street there. Poozer uh, said it best. What pisses him off is the New York Islanders. If you got a feel for that team because they had a lineup stacked that uh, Stanley Cup aspirations, new building, everything else going that they're moving into th- this past weekend. Uh, lost both their games, hit hard with COVID, everything else. They shouldn't have been playing this week, but they had tickets sold and everything else. Uh, that's a piss off. It's a bad break yeah. for that fan base because this is the next step. We own conference, conference championships back to back, opening the new barn. But then to open that new barn, obviously there was construction delays or something. Because yeah. what was 13 it? Thirteen game, thirteen games. Start the season, season thirteen the games, and then when you get back, that's not your home stadium. Like that's your first time. You got to move into it first. Like moving into your first, into a house, you don't sleep in the bed the first. Right, night. you don't that's know where anything nice. in. You're asking where shit is. You're asking where, where the where, where, where do we I put the box again? Yeah, where do we park? Like all that kind of stuff. You're learning too. Like I, growing pains. It's a really bad uh, deal for the Islanders, but. I do believe in that franchise and I do believe in that coach. And I, I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Got to go on a run though. The, you, you bet you got to win. You got to win more than you lose going forward. But a lot more now. Yeah. If, if they can, if they can get out of this, which is entirely possible. Like I, I hope they do because that franchise, they're an exciting team. And that like last year when they're in the playoffs yeah. of the old barn there, it was fun to watch. And, it's a, it's a, one of your, your favorites growing up as a kid. One of my early memories was the Stanley Cup champion, uh, New York honors. It's a long, long time ago when we were kids day, but uh, still a memory that uh, we have for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're going to turn it around. I, I really do. And they, they deserve better, but what a, what a shit. How, the, how do you open up season? With 14 road games. Wasn't that I don't it? know. Like, like uh, Yeah, it was 13 or 14, and their, their record wasn't good. Whoever just, promised, because that's clearly what they had to do. is So that, that barn might not even be finished yet. They knows? might be crews working in there now, because like the, the NHL the, probably said, like, you get you, this you, much you time. to play. Because you be could, you, could you imagine the contractor making that call to Batman? Or, or like to the owner of the Islanders. Uh, by the way, um, we're not going to be done. You're telling done. me this in fucking July. Well, COVID, fuck you. Get no, work. no, like, like you tell, you're telling me this now. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh. yeah. So Where was this phone? Someone's call getting fined quite a bit, and those are all union jobs out there too. Eh? Oh, oh man, I could only imagine the the Jeez. lawyers making bucks and bucks because oh, someone's man. getting sued for that for the someone's NHL to have to oh we wanted like this was the plan you had eight fucking years to be ready for this day for this day in belmont yeah the uh i had one today today that it, it pisses me off all the time but uh 
smugness when people pretend to prove you wrong when they're not really proving you wrong. Does that make any sense? I had a guy today come up to me from a city employee. I hope well, if he listens, I don't give a shit. He knows I don't like him, but he, uh, something real simple that could have been rectified by himself. There was a plug-in, something, it was a simple situation that he had to tell me that I screwed up. And the smugness on his face when he told me that I screwed up, and I didn't really screw up, it just wasn't done properly. Does that make any sense? Like I should have run, okay, here it was. I should have run a plug-in underneath a power box instead of through a power box. That's it. So when the door shut, it didn't wreck the power cord. That's it. This guy looked around for me for 20 minutes, called me twice. My phone was on my desk. I was out helping the guys out in the field. Called me twice, asked people where I was. Came to me with a, with a smirk on his face. Brent, did you turn the heaters on? I went, yeah, man. Like, sure. Like, what the fuck do you want? I didn't know he was looking for me. He goes, well, you ran the cord wrong. I went, okay. So he took a, then the motherfucker takes a picture and wants to show me. So I said, Ron, so all the time you've been looking for me, calling this, that, taking pictures, you're probably emailing your boss telling me how much of a shithead I am. You could have just rectified the problem, correct? Well, yeah, but I didn't do it. That pisses me off when guys do that. So he is. I couldn't. I, I was shocked. I was. Is just, he a, so, so he's like uh, a co-employee, but for p- getting paid by a different person. He is that for the city of Medicine Hat. I work for Dynamic. So okay. He's, so and we're building this powerhouse for the city of Medicine Hat. Kind of together. Supposed to be. No, this not this guy. I I was shocked, and so the amount of time it took me from where I was standing when he showed me this picture to where I walked, did the little thing, and came back was twenty eight seconds. This motherfucker, he searched for me for 20 minutes. 20 minutes to tell me I was wrong. Way to go, dude. Fuck off. Fuck that pissed me off. Something so simple, I know, but I was just like, you got to be kidding me. I 100% hear where you're coming from. That's not smugness. That's just mm. that's just being a prick. Mm, right? Look at me. Because I can I be bad. smug. I, I know smug because I am too. fairly I, I can be fairly smug. Um, that's just dickish. That's just oh, if, if I didn't need this job, I'd have kicked him right in the teeth. But whatever. Because at the end of the day, all that needed to transpire, he called you once. Hey, Brent, this isn't a code. That's all he had to say, and you still yeah. would have been pissed off. But as opposed no, to him been, now, okay, sorry. You're right. You're Oops. right. I'll get someone. So you personally ran it through the door, or? No, it was just, it went to a panel box, an outdoor panel box, a temporary outdoor panel that you plug into. And and there's an opening on the bottom of it. So I could have ran the cord up and you could still open the, like, and then you plug it in. So you still close the cord. This guy, all he had to do was unplug. I thought you meant like a door inside one of the the trainers or something. The door on the panel. All he had to do was this unplug, put it up through, plug it in. Done. Yeah, that's 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 odd. I was mad. Anyways, so that one pissed was, me off. He was looking to pick a bone. Oh yeah, and he did. Still did he picked that bone. I'm gonna kick his ass tomorrow. Anyway, Dave, he, you got to pisses you off. What pisses you off? Dave? He really got my goat. Nothing's gotten <laughs> yeah. actually. Actually, I'm you know, okay. my my goat okay. was almost gotten. If I was 15 years younger, my goat would have been gotten tonight. Yeah. I went in uh, that beer I had. I, I was uh, at the <laughs> at the place, and they have a growler bar, and it's a Thursday night, and so there's only one person working, and and this woman was helping another gentleman pick whiskeys or something like that. I was waiting at the growler bar. She saw me walk in because she said hello, and I said hello back, and then I waited at the growler bar, and she was uh, flirting with a customer. And then I walked by and walked around. And then when I walked by, they have a big walk-in cooler with an automatic door that goes and that went. And so she clearly saw me. And then I walked around and, and hung out at the growler bar. 
yeah. for seven minutes. That's a long seven time. minutes. And I didn't say a thing. And then they casually made their way and they were still chatting. He paid for this stuff. And like, it was, it was flirtatious and I don't care. I could give a fuck <laughs> if they're, if you're flirting with your customers well, Flirt with your customer over at the growler bar while you're filling my growler. That's what I wanted to say. And, and my older, wiser self said not yeah, tonight because it's I like, nice, yeah. no, I know, but except when you're there, when you're one of two. Yeah. I, That's it, a long like, time. Oh no. And it was just, it was just banter. It was silly banter. It was like, I was in a fucking sitcom. It was like, I was in Seinfeld in the Chinese restaurant. I just was not getting served and it, and it <laughs> really got my goat. And then finally I like, I took three steps and she made it. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were there. What? And I, I don't know. And that's what I said. I go, what'd you think I was like, but really client, not even this elevated. Yeah. I go, where did you think I was? She goes, well, the door opened and closed in the, to the thing. I thought you were still shopping for beer. I go, I didn't it was even the wind. In. No, no. And I said, I walked by to let you know, to make sure you saw me. Yeah. So like, cause she was clearly enthralled with the, with the customers she was serving. And, and, and I did not lose my temper. I did not, well, not lose my temper. I did not yeah. become agitated. But she went, she, the only thing that saved me and kept this off the piss off list originally was the fact that she did show the appropriate amount of remorse. <laughs> I think she's just a little, uh, I don't know. She must, she was clearly enthralled with this customer. And so I'll, I'll give her a pass. Yeah, that's uh, bad. But service. she wasn't, what she wasn't doing was her job. That's bad all I service. sure know. When, when it's bad service because they don't know better, then I'm like, okay, whatever. But when it's bad service for sake of bad service, that pisses me off. I think, yeah, yeah. I think she got distracted. I do believe like her 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 remorse and apology was accepted by me. Because I don't which I made don't me need, happy that I didn't get smug. I don't need to be waited on hand and foot when I go to a sitting establishment. Acknowledge my existence, say hi. I don't even want to talk to you. Like this isn't fucking tears, man. Like just get me a beer every once in a while. Can I freshen your drink? Good enough. I, I don't need I don't need anything. Just acknowledge my existence. Every five, six minutes. Are you okay? Yep, good. Tab, fill, see you later. That's it. What what annoyed me so much back in the day, and you would see it all the time, is when the waitress would be visiting with friends as opposed to attending your table. Oh. I and haven't been back, David. December 22nd, 23rd, 2019, me and my brother went to Brown's, just opened not too far from my old place here in Medicine Hat, sat down at the bar. We we're going to, we we're going to get in one on a, it, we had to work till noon the next day or just show up, whatever. We had full intentions of getting in one, spending some money, spreading some Christmas cheer, blah, blah, blah. Sat down. The guy looked at us ignored us didn't service about seven eight minute mark i went hey can we get a fucking beer here oh i didn't see you how could you not see me like i'm right it's here job. dude it's your job I'm to right, look for me i'm right here you're talking to your buddy can we get it? i said you know what fuck it i haven't been back since won't go back out done 100 on your side brother yeah, if uh, this is how you run your establishment, I realize you I'm can't out. control your employees all the time, but that's uh, garbage. Absolute off. garbage. So we went over to Boston Pizza well. across the street and had a had a great old time uh, on the twenty third or whatever December, which is a which is a fun night. Anyways, Dave, those are things that piss us off. Apparently, it's uh, one it was, more thing I had actually written down. I we, like we keep we, going. We, we did oh, digress. I got one more from a guy the guy from Victoria that can talk, so it pisses him off, but. Well, this this afternoon, the slate of football games that we were so happy that was we had the ability to watch, but we I didn't get to watch. I listened to most of the games. The first game was terrible because it was two really bad teams. So I I credit the NFL because you got to put Detroit on, and they're always terrible. Yeah. So they made them play a a terrible conference team. It's a tradition. Yes, that second game, even though it went into overtime. 
270 yards of penalties. What pisses me off is officiating deciding games. Yeah. Like, we talked about that on this show. Yeah. 275 yards is too much. Like, I get it. You can call a penalty every single down in the NFL if you wanted to. But don't. But don't. Like, it's it, it slows down a game. It takes away any kind of momentum. It, it really, no one wants to see a flag. And out of every other play, out of the four big boy sports, soccer or football is the one that really gets slowed down with penalties because then the ref has to talk and the ball moves and the flags move and blah, blah, blah. It's a, it slows the game down to an absolute crawl. It, it's bad. Yeah. It's like it's, hockey when there's a penalty, it actually speeds the game up because there's a power play and the puck's moving everywhere else. Football, it slows it down to nothing. It's awful. It's, it's, it's almost as bad as uh, NCAA basketball. The last forty-five seconds of an NCAA basketball game. Any just, basketball game, the last five minutes. Oh, right? like oh, get, man. you need a half hour. Like yeah. unless you're watching the tournament, it doesn't. It's 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 painful. So at least they can bounce from game to game to game. Yeah, that pisses me off too. Overfishing pisses me off. Oh God, um, just, Dave, have you ever protested like with a picket sign? Uh, so I stood in line, like had a sit in. Never, never as an adult. I'm trying to think in my university days. Better or, cafeteria standards at Emmanuel no. Christian. I have <laughs> never, I never have. Emmanuel didn't have a cafeteria. Whatever. You know what I mean, though. Uh, mm. Mike from Victoria, for some reason, and uh, well, he's my brother, but uh, for some reason, he uh, said protesters piss him off. I don't know what happened. Maybe got in his way going to the beer store or something. But man, you if you protest, Dave, you better have all your ducks in a row that you're 100 percent right into what and not your beliefs, the what's actually going on. Because if you don't have what you don't have, you better make sure you know what you're talking about if you're protesting. Because if, if somebody comes up to you and questions you on what you're protesting and you don't have the answers, sit the fuck down. Yeah, 100 percent that's and why then, I would never protest. I don't know anything about anything. Well, then, then like if you're if you're upset enough to protest, I goddamn hope you're pissed off enough to know why you're mad. Right. Yeah. Well, did, all, did, you better know all the like the story, man. Like, right, God. exactly. Like, why are you here? So I, I was my I think protesting pisses me off too, because a lot of times you go, Well, what about this? Well, I never thought about that. Then sit the fuck down. There's I, I follow some different things on Twitter where this one guy for uh the 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 show that uh, John Stewart used to host, um, Daily Show Colbert or Daily Show. That's yeah. it. They have guys going to anti-vax protests and this protest and stuff, whatever. and asking people in the crowd, even whales and whatever. They have no idea, and those things are hilarious. Talking yeah. to these people. Well, I don't know, but like I'm not. I like I, I don't think it's good going forward, and like and it's just. They're idiots. They're idiots. But you're taking time out of your fucking day just yeah. because you've read it on Facebook that this is what you're supposed to believe. I uh, like, I get a kick out of I, yeah, I shouldn't. I'm all like I'm all for helping the environment. Like I am. Like I I don't know how we're gonna do it, but it wasn't just us. It's the kids nowadays are doing it worse than we did back then. But anyways, when I see people saying "save the trees" that have a sign written on paper and they're holding it up with a stick or a piece of laugh that makes me laugh unless it's carved unless it's carved like unless it's because that's a tree man yeah where you're holding that that's a tree so someone somewhere made uh, that tree down to make it down a tree and and so maybe you'd better rethink your your way of communicating here i saw there was a protest in edmonton the other day (laughs) and they blocked that they blocked the high level bridge and they were doing a thing and it was some kind of oil and gas pipeline protest. And they had a, uh, like a, a portable fire pit running it with a propane tank <laughs> that they gathered around and did their thing around. Well, they're cold. Well, oh no, but that was their, their, their at least their they weren't burning point. logs to piss off the tree guys, too, man. Like, whatever. All right, exactly. Right. Like, but they were protesting a liquid natural gas pipeline, oh. burning liquid natural gas. Yeah, it's 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 you gotta be careful, right? Like it's it's tough not to be a hypocrite. You you better have all your ducks in a row. If you're gonna if you're gonna go after somebody, you better have it all covered up. 
Oh, yeah. If you're going to preach it, live it, brother. There we go. Anyways, 1420 podcast. Those are some things that piss us off. If you guys have something to piss you off, other, other than me and Dave's uh, voices, uh, please let us know on uh, all the social media accounts, under 14 underscore 20, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever else, and 1420sports at gmail.com. Get a hold of us. If you guys have any, any ideas about uh, shows you want, want things to talk about, get Dave and I's views about uh, some obscure thoughts because we have our own opinions about everything we always have for the 20 plus years we've known each other. Uh, some good conversations ensue. Anyways, Dave, fun show tonight, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to all our American friends. Happy Thanksgiving for those uh, south of the border. Uh, special shout out to to Rose, Ryan, and Luke who are putting on their fat pants in early. Uh, just outside of Missoula. There it's you a go. One friend we know that always gets to live American Thanksgiving. That's right. He has a good time down there. Anyways, take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself if you need your round. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swinging high pitches. Hey, have, have a good weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.